We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zadrug, joined by Chris Owen to talk game week four in the Premier League. We're here to win some bets. Chris, I don't think all last season I had a negative record on this show, but I go into game week four. We go into the international break. I'm negative right now. You're negative. We're on the same record. <laughs> but uh, thank you, everyone, for watching our show. We're going we're gonna to get it back. We're going to get it back here, Chris. Uh, happy Thursday. Hope you enjoyed your, your Supermoon Wednesday. Supermoon? I didn't even know about a Supermoon. Come on, man. No one knows. I got <laughs> to lock back in on my astrology, apparently. But, yeah, Adam, you know, last, last season you had an incredibly impressive record. I finished a little just above 500. It's a slow start, you know, it's a slow start for you. There was a tough weekend last weekend. A lot of, uh, you know, from a viewing perspective, a lot of really great matches. We had that uh, that Arsenal match, the Newcastle-Liverpool match was great. A couple other ones that were quite entertaining as well. You know, Sheffield United almost made a made a, a pretty big uh, upset in taking some points from City. City, of course, found a late winner. It was a good weekend overall. Uh, our bets la- lacked a little bit, but we're back. We looks like you got a... We got some kits going here, too, to, to get back to our roots for kits and wagers. That's, of course, how the show started. Looks like you're rocking a pretty cool kit there. Yeah, I got my, well, it's now Sari, Sari B. Uh, Venetia one here. You got nice. the... Uh, the Kappa? Yeah. yeah OG Kappa there. here, yeah. They, those things are, those those kits are like the talk of the town on Twitter when they came out. Yeah. yeah, this was the, uh, I think they only lasted one season in Serie A. They must be in Serie B now because I haven't heard about them in a long time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I got my my Jimi Hendrix Seattle Sounders kit on uh, today. We ha- it's, a, it's a kind of a, kind of, as we call it, the business end of the season here for the MLS. They're, they're kind of creeping up on playoff time. Ten weeks left, business with, end. <laughs> yeah, they actually got away with a, uh, got away with three points in Austin last night. Pretty controversial, controversially that I say yeah um they were I guess they don't have goal line technology in MLS which is something I didn't even think about apparently it's too expensive for them to to purchase but they can of course buy Messi and uh, that's not a problem but uh anyway it sounded like Austin FC needed had a goal that went in that didn't go in anyways all that aside 
All right, we got a, a classic, classic MLS rivalry on Saturday. We got Portland Timbers. They're coming to town, to Seattle here. We got the chainsaws ready. Yeah, the match. I got a big group of f- friends going to the match as well, so I'm really looking forward to that. And better not lose that game. Yeah, I think the last one was nil nil at a, It was in Seattle as well. I forgot. I think they played. They played three times a year. Um, but yeah, so yeah. It should be a good game and. Uh, you know, maybe I'll come away with a kit if I if I feel like it. We'll see. If you feel, if you're feeling real toasty, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm gonna need a couple. Pre- it's I don't I don't love their jerseys right now, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'll say uh, let's do port or let's do Seattle first half corners, whatever that comes out. Yeah. We'll, I'll find this forward. Well, we get it'll be either story. like point point five or minus one first half corners. I'll take it okay. if I remember. I will take that bet. All right. No faith in Portland yeah. corners. Anyways, we do have four games to talk about here, though. Yeah, we are talking the Premier League. Yes, this is a Premier League show. We're here. Uh, I got an article up. Check it out. It's on the website. You see this? Game week four. There's four bets in it. Unlike this show, I'm actually nine and three in this article. Somehow I've been three and one every week. And I think I'm just going to go three and one every game week this season. So that's going to be a pretty good record. Uh, when we're when we come back in May, uh, but yeah, check that out. There's a bunch of different. There's different bets in there, a lot of different ones. I got the, an interesting Newcastle one that I uh, never really do. Uh, just a weird bet on an away team. So check that out. Rotowire.com/soccer. But we got Friday, Luton Town are home against West Ham. We're not talking about that one, but just an interesting match in general. West Ham near the top of the table. Somewhat surprisingly, Luton Town are. You know, struggling as uh, as kind of expected, though they've only had two league matches. First game we're talking about, we got Brentford home against Bournemouth. This is a couple B matchups here. We got Brentford are minus one thirty five to win. Bournemouth are plus three forty. Draw is plus three twenty, and then we're looking at over two and a half goals is going to be minus one thirty five under two and a half goals plus one ten. So. It's just just above the area. If you're looking for over two and a half goals, you don't really want to take that minus one thirty five number. But uh, Brentford have had a decent start to the season. They la- they la- they sorry they left three points on the table uh, against Crystal Palace last week. Uh, Joakim Anderson, center back, toe poked Mark Flecken, and that match ended one one. Uh, just a just kind of a weird result where Brentford probably should have got three, but either way. Uh, no major injuries for either team. Bournemouth have kind of had the same guys out all season. Brentford have kind of will 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 have Ivan Tony out. So here are the lineups. Nothing too major going on here. So what do you got for this one? Brentford at home. Usually, usually a side I like to bet at home. Yeah, Brentford really strong at home. I would love to pull up last season's splits, but uh, I feel like they the majority of their points did come at home last season. And of course, last season they played. Uh, they. Both of their matches here, it was a nil-nil draw at a uh, at Bournemouth, and then Brentford pulled away two-nil uh, at home. So, in both matches, Bournemouth not finding the back of the net. So, it kind of leads me to believe that they might struggle here. They have, of course, uh, I mean, they've kind of hung tough, I guess, in a couple of these games, but still really need some points. I think they're they haven't have they gotten one point this season so far? Yeah, they they drew Crystal Palace. It looks like they, of course, uh, they're you know something they drew. They drew Tottenham in the winter. Are you talking about Brentford here? I'm talking about this season. 
Bournemouth. Bournemouth tied. Oh, they drew okay. Tottenham 2-2 in their opener. Okay, good shout. Good shout. Way to yeah. straighten me out here. I was looking at the Brentford end of it, but uh, yeah, okay. both teams actually had uh, something that we might have to discuss in the next matches too, but both team, both teams have League Cup matches this weekend, or this this midweek. Uh, both somehow came away with uh, with wins. Brentford beat Newport, Newport County on penalties. Looked like a pr- decently strong side, and then Bournemouth beat Swansea City 3-2, so I'm curious to see if there will be some sort of uh, rotation on any of these players or how it affects it. I wouldn't say, you know, advantage, maybe a slight bit more advantage to Brentford, given that they have maybe a bit, a bit better, more talent on their team. However, I, you know, it's kind of worthwhile to think about. But for me, I, I don't really see, I, you know, Bournemouth traveling to Brentford, a team that was, of course, good last season. I think it's going to be tough for them to get, maybe they can take a point, but I think it's going to be tough for them to take all three. I had a few bets on this one. I was really kind of confused. Um, I looked at a few, mostly goal bets, but I'm going to go to my, you know, you know, overall the the podcast has, has slightly struggled in the first three game weeks. So I'm going to go back to my home base here. That's two to three goal bands or two to three goals and total goals for a goal band. And that's plus 100. I, I kind of see like a, uh, a Brentford two nil win here um, for this match. I don't think there's going to be a ton of goals. I looked at a couple other ones I looked at. They're interesting are two under two and a half goals is plus 110. So that fits within that two nil narrative. Another bet that could be interesting is no on both teams to score. I just don't know that Bournemouth have the firepower to come to Brentford and score goals. It's, I mean, they've scored. They didn't score against Tottenham where they lost two 0 They did. They did score that uh, that gift that Trent, Trent Alexander Arnold gave to them, three one in that loss to Liverpool, and then they they drew uh, West Ham one one. So I, I just you know they've got two goals in three games. I think it'll be tough for them to to score against Brentford. So I'm going to go two to three goals here, plus one hundred. I think it's a two 0 match. Yeah, I like this. You get you get two nil. You get the two one, uh, one one. I guess if it happens. Um, I was looking at other things. I mean, just talking, just talking about Brentford here. Brentford over one and a half goals is minus one forty. So, uh, you know, I kind of like the two to three goals instead. So you're getting the plus one hundred. But you're talking about Brentford at home. Pulled up their numbers from last season: ten wins, seven draws, just two losses at home, thirty five goals scored. 18 allowed. So, you know, one of the better goal differentials at home, I believe actually sixth in the table in terms of goal differentials at home last season. So that just kind of shows you uh, what they bring. Uh, Again, I mentioned that Crystal Palace, uh, I lost a bet, I believe on that, uh, that allowed goal. Actually, I lost some DFS contests with that Mark Fleck and allowed goal. So that's why I keep bringing it up. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but so I, I had this plus 475 bet last week. I had a plus 220 bet last week. I I mean, I felt decent about them, and then I lost every bet I put in on the show last week. So I'm going I'm going back to single-game parlay routes. I'm going back to corners and mixing that in with, with different bets. So I put together Brentford Moneyline with over four-and-a-half corners. That's Brentford over four-and-a-half corners. That's plus 120. So – Similar to you, I think Brentford are going to win. Okay, pretty simple. And then over four and a half corners, not that difficult. Brentford, I expect to, from the start, put it on a little bit. And five corners at home for Brentford against a team worse than them isn't that difficult. And you're getting plus 120 odds on this. Um, It it just gives you a little more money here. Then instead of 
trying to, I don't know, figure out something else. Cause I mean, Brentford to win is minus 135, minus 135, which is less than the, the over one and a half goals, which is interesting. But um, I, I just think both these are maybe I'm more worried. I'm probably more worried about Brentford money line. Uh, are you just because just because of that situation we just have, what if it's one nil and then you get Solanke on, you know, some, some counter or some ball bounces the wrong way and he taps it in or something in, in stoppage time, 90 plus nine minutes or something. Then it's a one, one result. That's, that's, that's the thing I'm worried about here, but like you, I do think Brentford get a couple. I haven't seen a ton from, from Bournemouth's defense just yet, but. What do you think? You you more worried about money line or the corners in this bet? You're the corner soothsayer. I'm. I, I feel pretty good about. I like Brentford money line. I looked at that right away to see if they got any good odds, but it wasn't wasn't enough for me to take. But yeah, I, I think Brentford wins this. And like I mentioned, they drew. They won at home last year, and they drew uh, the the first game that was away to Bournemouth. Yeah, I think Bournemouth have a couple players that will help their team eventually. Uh, they're just injured. So Tavernier, yeah. arguably their best player last season, though we battled a ton of injuries. And then Tyler Adams. You expect Tyler Adams is just going to come in once ready into the starting 11. So you got a couple guys right there that will be starting for them once completely healthy. So I think they're going to look a little different than than what we've seen here for the first four weeks. So just something to keep an eye on after the international break. But next game we're talking about, we got Manchester City. So when we look at the schedule and notice that we hadn't talked Manchester City yet or Fulham for that matter. So, you know, we, we had to talk about Manchester City before the international break here in the first four weeks. It just so happens that we got, uh, we got Manchester City at minus 575 to win. Uh, Fulham is at plus 1500 to win. Uh, let's go for it. Plus 750 on the draw. And then you're looking at over three and a half goals is plus 100. Under three and a half goals is minus 125. So it's kind of the implied total is kind of in that three range there. Um, injury wise, I think everything's pretty good. Obviously, KDB's out. Willian, not completely healthy, but uh, Tim Ream returns to starting 11. He started midweek. He returned from a red card. I think that's the main main question there. Uh, Phil Foden came off the bench last week for Manchester City. He was dealing with some kind of illness. I think everything's going to be fine though. Foden probably back in. Um, you know, Manchester, Manchester City big favorite. So the question is, how do you want to bet this match? Um, so Chris, how do you want to bet Manchester City as a big favorite? This is, I, I think, of the four games we're going to talk about. This is the toughest one to for me that wants to find some bets. I just think, you know, City, of course, heavily favored. I think I read Fulham haven't they they haven't won in like it's been so long against um against Man City here, but last season it was two one, both both fixtures away. City kind of giving up some goals there, which is unexpected, but I am I you know, I there wasn't enough good odds like you know, looking at City minus one and a half. I think that was like uh, minus like one fifty or so is pretty far. And then in over in over two and a half, that was never going to work. You have to go to get plus odds. You have to go over three and a half. I believe that's in terms of goals. That's plus one hundred. Um, City at minus two and a half is plus one twenty four. So it's like you kind of got to you have to you have to kind of make uh, create create some decent uh, instances where you can find some odds. I went yes on both teams to score at minus one thirty for the reasons I 
I said, I really like, you know, City to pull away here, but I just think, you know, we saw them give up a goal last weekend to Sheffield United, almost two goals there. It was pretty close at the end of the match. I think, uh, I think Fulham can find the back of the net. I will say, I'll be interested to see, I mean, it's deadline day today. And there were some talks of a couple of their players moving. Wasn't it uh, Jao Paulinha who, who might be moving? Um, I think he was in discussion with a couple clubs, but it'll be interesting if he comes out of the out of the uh, starting starting eleven. Then obviously, like City, even more. But uh, yeah, I'm on I'm on uh, both teams to score here. And that was uh, minus one thirty. I think I do mm. think that City are able to pull away here. Maybe like a you know I could see them scoring at least three goals. I just didn't have the the enough confidence to take the minus for them to score uh, over three and a half goals at plus 100. Would you rather take this bet or Manchester city uh, money line up to the 30th minute at minus one ten? Hmm. I kind of like that. That's a good bet. The, the 30 minute bet. I feel, I could see Holland just like lashing on to one right away <laughs> and like putting the game to bed. And then maybe Fulham ship finds the back of the net, like later in the match when it's completely out yeah. of hand. Yeah. I did take that bet a few times last season. It hit a couple times, but then I kind of went away from it after it didn't hit. But uh, it just seems like as a big favorite, that's something something I like looking at. Um, but I I would go with that route, uh, except I just feel like this Fulham team. I mean, we saw in the matchups last season they kind of like they kind of like roughing it up uh, as much as possible. Tim Ream, uh, Diop back there, both those guys are are fine with you know roughing up Holland as much as possible. Anthony Robinson has turned into a you know pretty stout left back for him and for the United States. And then you got Tete on the right side. So you got a decent back line for Fulham. I kind of it seems like it goes underrated. Then as you mentioned, Paulinha, one of the top defensive midfielders there. So I think, you know, they can make things difficult um, to where maybe Manchester City don't score in the first 30 minutes. So that's kind of why I went away from that bet. Maybe it's, you know, it's another one of these matches. Manchester City still not still not 100%. This isn't like April, May Manchester City. This is this is August, September Manchester City. I think I heard somewhere that uh they haven't won they hadn't won their first 3 league matches since like Pep's first season at Manchester City. And I think that kind of just shows like the rust that they have even for a team like Manchester City at the beginning of the season. So I kind of think that's what this is going to play into my bet here is what I'm getting at. I'm, as they struggle to score, you know, consistently, uh, get those, having those massive, you know, three, four, five goal games, uh, they rack up corners. I, I took a, I took in my article last week, minus two corners for them in the first half against Sheffield United. I actually considered minus two again in this spot, but it was minus 125. So I'm going with for the full match, Manchester City, minus four and a half corners at minus 115. So as I always say, if, you know, if Manchester City score two goals in the first half, this bet's probably not going to hit. But if you're with my line of thinking here is maybe they don't score in the first 30 minutes. Maybe they're, they're just a little more patient because Fulham's defense is, is solid enough that they're keeping them out. So uh, for the full match, Manchester City minus four and a half corners, that's minus 115. And then Chris, you're yes on both teams to score minus one thirty. So who's going to get that goal? Is it going to be Raul Jimenez or someone off the bench? Maybe Willian comes off the bench. Maybe Adama Traore comes off the bench. Who do you think it's going to no, be? Not, none of the above. <laughs> Harry Wilson free kick. 
the loss. Wow. So. wow, that's that's a big call. It's a big call. Okay. Um, they're their only free kick of the match, and Harry yeah. Wilson's taking it over Andres Pereira. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, yeah, what do you think about that corners bet? You got any input? <laughs> no, interesting. You definitely need a yeah, I mean, the, the storyline of them not scoring early certainly helps. Like, if Fulham can, can keep them, you know, keep it like a one nil match or a nil nil match until halftime, then I do, yeah, then. This seems like a good bet. If City go out there and, you know, they got two in the back of the net by the 15th minute, then this will be tough to hit. Yeah, just one of those situations where it's like, okay, we got our two goals, and now it's just going to be, you know, passing around the back kind of thing. Maybe we'll take our really good chances, but we're not going to go all out for it. So that's the one worry with those with those corner bets. I always say that with Brighton as well. But all right, next game is the biggest game of the weekend. We got Arsenal. Home against Manchester United. Arsenal are minus 125. So Arsenal are the same, almost the same size favorite as Brentford are at home against Bournemouth. Arsenal minus 125 to win against Manchester United. They are plus 310 to win. The draw is also plus 310. And then you're getting over two and a half goals is going to be, what is over two and a half goals? Minus 185. (laughs) Thinking goals here. So over three and a half goals is plus 135. Under, let's go under two and a half goals plus 145. Again, there's not really a great number here unless unless you really like something. Under three and a half goals is minus 170. Uh, no, but I guess we do have some new injuries. Luke Shaw is out. Rafael Varane seems like he's, I, I believe he's confirmed out as well. So yeah, Shaw, Varane, Mount, all those guys out, guys who started prior games. Um, so we'll probably see Lindelof in the starting 11. We had Diago Dalo at left back. Wambasaka at right back, Christian Erickson back in the starting 11 last game. Speaking of last game, Manchester United gave up two goals in the first five minutes and then came back against Nottingham Forest, uh, which was, you know, a result. And then Arsenal was up, was up a man and allowed a goal to the Fulham team we were just talking about. Um, they do have some questions on the back line. Depends if Zinchenko's ready to start or not. We'll see how they line up. We'll see if Gabriel Jesus is ready to start again. Uh, I got Enketia in the in the starting eleven just based off fitness and that he scored off the bench last game. But we're both going to be on the same side here. Um, we're, we have very similar bets, so apologies to the viewers, but I think we're we're going to you know lay out what we think is going to happen here. So Arsenal at home, what do you got? Yeah, I, I had I originally just set you a basic Arsenal money line bet, which is minus one twenty five. But I was like, we got to be able to get better odds than that. I don't. It's. I'm tough for me to. Man United. I'm. I'm just like not quite sure what to do with them yet this season. But I do feel like Arsenal will bounce back from the draw last weekend, where it just was not their not their best best effort there. But I'm on. A, I'm actually on a, the same similar bet is uh, Arsenal money line plus um, with an over one and a half. So it is a little parlay together there. You you get into plus odds, and I'm only doing that because I do think a. Arsenal are going to win. They're at home. I think they're a better team. Uh, but looking back at the past four matches between these two teams, each time the home, the home team has won and scored three goals. Uh, looking back last season, it was Arsenal 3-2 over Man United. Prior to that, uh, earlier in the season, it was Manchester United 3-1 over Arsenal. Then it was Arsenal at home 3-1. And the match before that, it was Manchester United 3-2. So there, there's been at least four goals in each of the past four matches. Home teams won each of those matches as well. So I'm like, all right, let's just go easy. 
I think there's going to be at least two goals here. I think no problem there. And Arsenal winning to get a little bit better odds. If you really, if you really think that you should, Hey, you know, I think I can get a little bit better odds. Look at the over two and a half as well and, and keep that Arsenal money line. But I think you're getting maybe closer to one plus one forty. So there's a, there's a few options there, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm on Arsenal here. I think they're going to get it done and yeah expect some goals we've been seeing a lot of goals in this in this matchup recently are you and you said you got something similar so i'm curious curious what you're going with yeah so, so do you like this over three and a half goals plus 135 it seems like a lot oh, but so many goals like i don't i don't i mean there's been like like i said four goal over four goal four or over goals in the past four matches but yeah not for me to take an over three and a half bet and feel that confident mm-hmm. i feel like just looking at both these teams, I feel like, have dis- disappointed in the early season here. And that makes this one, I don't know, I feel like I said after the Fulham match, if there's like a cert- if there's a different matchup where Arsenal was playing, I don't know, someone else that hadn't, hasn't looked terrible or bad in their first few matches, I- I'd be on the other team. But it's just hard right now to be on – either one of these teams, just based off the early matches, I'd say. Um, I, I know they both have wins. You know, Manchester United, they came back, but, you know, they did allow – this was – I think we mentioned it last week, but it, Manchester United lost in this, you know, midweek friendly, behind closed doors friendly against Burnley. Yeah. It was like 3-0 or something. I know there's a lot of their backups, but then, but then immediately after, you know, they gave up these two goals to Nottingham Forest. This is at home. Uh, right away in that match. I mean, this is following the second half against Tottenham where they were massively outplayed. And then this opener against Wolverhampton, even for Arsenal, like they kind of got lucky to get that Crystal Palace PK. They gave up that goal against Fulham when they're up a man. I wouldn't say they looked dominant against Nottingham Forest. So you just have these two teams that I'm not, they're neither one of them is playing great. So that kind of makes it a little more difficult, but as you said, if we bring in last season's results a little bit, where Arsenal, I think, I want to, I'll say, controlled both matchups. I know they lost that first one. They probably should have gotten a point out of it, but Manchester United kind of got, I think that was 3 1. They got, they got a couple goals there uh, that were against the run of play. But uh, we, I could have gone to something else here. But if you want a different bet, if you don't want to throw Arsenal money line in here, just take some kind of corner bet. Just beyond Arsenal corners, I take Arsenal corners in the first half. Uh, I take them for the full game. Um, trying to get that number now, but it's just not popping up for me. I'm, I'm curious if you think that. So I think there's two two parts to both these teams. Manchester United have quite a few injuries, especially in defense. So they're struggling there. That yeah. I mean, that'll be tough for any team when they're when you're losing your, you know, Luke Shaw is a huge miss for them. He was great last season. They're missing some center backs who it sounds like. Arsenal, for me, from my perspective, it looks like it, it seems like they've really spent a fair bit of money here in that and they did bring in some really quality players. Unfortunately, they lost Timber right away, um, which was tough. But like they're they're trying to like like bet in some of these new players and and it, and Arteta's kind of done some interesting things. Like not he hasn't started Gab with Gabriel mm-hmm. um, in at center back, and he had been a consistent starter all last season. He's like doing some weird stuff with the lineup, you know, further back. Um, so I think that's kind of where they're maybe like trying to uh, ingrain some of the things that they they were they were putting together in the preseason that haven't quite come off yet. 
in the season. So I, you know, for me, that's, that's an issue. I mean, Declan Rice, obviously you put a, a world-class player like that in the lineup and it's not always easy for any type of player to come into a new team and, and like show his best efforts. I think he's been good. That's not to say he's been bad, but it, it just, I think that's kind of playing a role in this, in this Arsenal team. Whereas last season, even, you know, more on the end of the season, they were coming away with those crazy wins last second. I remember the one of Villa, there was a couple that you know, seemed like weekends in a row where they, they had that like that cutting edge where they could right. find it in the last 10 minutes. And I, you know, maybe some of these new players that are come in and, and the changes in the formation have affected them to start the season. Whereas, you know, they've been a lot, a lot more injury based. Yeah, it is interesting in terms of the lineup, in terms of just having new players that, that has to go into it. Um, makes sense. I do a, uh, I do a lineups. I do a predicted lineup show every Wednesday where I just go through lineups, go through injuries and give my thoughts on the lineups. It's up on, it's up on our YouTube page. If you want to check that out, Rotowire soccer, but I went, to get in the weeds here with this Arsenal lineup, I, I the main reason for for Thomas Party here starting at right back is so he can move into move into play, uh, the midfield role. So it's you know the three two, uh, three two three two or, or whatever you want to call it. So when Thomas Party is right back, whoever's left back is basically going to be a center back, and then when Zinchenko's in there, he's the guy that moves up to the midfield. So I think once Zinchenko is ready to start, um. I think it's going to move Ben White back to right back, and then we're yep. going to get Kiwi or Gabriel playing center back. I've heard rumors about Gabriel getting in some kind of a an argument with with Arteta, so that's that's why I have Kiwi or in here right now. Um, yeah. So, it, you know, it, obviously it hasn't worked. Whatever whatever's going on. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say obvious. They still have almost nine points through three matches, but. You know, early season working out some kinks, but either way, let's get we'll get into the bets here. I, I got Arsenal money line over four and a half corners. Uh, that's plus one twenty five. That is over. This is the same bet as Brentford. Um, so that's over Arsenal for four and a half corners. That's plus one twenty five. So again, similar bets, but as I said, like you can take you can take any kind of Arsenal first half corner bet if you don't like the money line. Uh, you can take. I don't know, Chris's, you could even take, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate like Arsenal over two and a half goals or something. If you, but then I guess at that point, why not just take money line? If you think they're going to score three goals. So what, if Arsenal don't win, what kind of result do you think this would be like a two, two game, one, one game? What do you think? They don't win. Yeah. Yeah, It's uh, it's a good question. I, it's tough for me to see United winning this one away. I don't know. Maybe I'm off base on that, but I just don't. I it would be. I think it's a draw. It's so hard to go away in the Premier League and, and win games. And I, you know, even when it's a top side like United or or any of any of the top sides, it's still it's still hard. So I, I yeah, I think it would be closer to a draw. I like a two-two. I, like like I said, there's been a lot of goals, and, and I, I don't see that it being like a one-zero affair. Or a, or a one-one. Yeah. I think we're, I think we're going to see a couple goals, and you know, even looking at their their past two matches here, two-two for our, Arsenal, Fulham, and then three-two against Nottingham Forest for United. I I am, yeah. I think that's that's it. But I, I do think money line bet here is the safe bet if you don't mm-hmm. like any of our bets, whether it's you know Adams corners or my over over goals. <sighs> Should be it'll be. I mean, game of the game of the weekend here too. So I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, I'd say maybe just like 
if you don't think Arsenal win, maybe it's a repeat of what happened in that Fulham game. Maybe Manchester United get a goal from Rashford or, or Bruno or whoever uh, in the first half, and then Arsenal kind of got a push in the second half, then they get a goal or two kind of a thing. So something like that. I think that would be kind of what you'd, you'd be looking at if you don't think Arsenal are going to win. But We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Team parlay time, Chris. This is uh, this is the moment of truth. At one point, when we go zero and ten, do we just cut the team parlay, or do are, are we are we in it until zero and thirty eight? Is that what we do, or no? We got to cut that talk out right now. We, gotta, <laughs> we we can't have that on the podcast. Adam's gonna go back and edit this out, I think. But uh, no, <laughs> we got to manifest success, man. Come on, we got. I, I, I have we no. Gotta, we're, we're, we have an we're easy, playing, we have an easy team parlay bet this yeah, week. That's we're, what playing a, we're playing it much safer this week. We don't have any plus four ninety five uh, parlay bets out here. We're gonna go nice and easy here. Pick on a couple teams that that uh, maybe aren't the are uh, goal inept, shall you say? Or shall I say? I'm gonna go under two and a half. Uh, it's minus one fifty, and this is on the Crystal Palace Wolverhampton match. I don't know how either of these teams score three goals. To you know, collectively, I think it's a one one zero match, perhaps even a zero zero. I and that's what I'm going to go with. I think uh, both. I was looking at it, and both teams have not scored many goals so far this season. I think it's so. I'm I'm going to keep it simple. Keep it simple, stinker, and go uh, under two and a half here, and uh, and get get some decent odds there at minus one fifty. It's a pretty safe bet for me. Very safe, safe bet, safe bet, safe bet, safe bet. We we talked about we talked about Everton Wolverhampton last week, and you got your bet right uh, one nil. It, it was just a yes sir yes sir. It was, it was an infuriating <laughs> match for me. I took over ten and a half corners. Wolverhampton did not get a corner. Wolverhampton had zero corners. Everton had seven by themselves. Zero and corners. Like what Wolverhampton had, I don't know, eight corners at Manchester United or whatever it was in that first game. And now it's just like, okay, uh, can't get a corner against Everton. That was just frustrating. Um, But I I like what you're saying here. Under two and a half goals. We know Crystal Palace. They want to play for the one nil win. I'm going to be saying that pretty much every week. They're going to want to play for the one nil win. I don't think Wolverhampton are going to get great chances. I'm not sure how great of chances Crystal Palace are going to get. We've seen through three weeks with 
you know, without Elise, without Zaha, that it's like Eberecha Easy is taking a lot of shots from outside the box. And a lot of these shots, you know, aren't aren't XG heavy, I, I guess is what I'll say. Um, so I like the bet under two and a half goals. I'm going no. Speaking of Everton, I'm going no on both teams to score. Sheffield United and Everton, that's minus 110. So pretty simple. Maybe the two worst uh, offensive teams in the league right now. Everton, I know they just came back and, and won their, their cup match. They got Beto. Beto from Udinese. Uh, I actually got him projecting to start here in this spot, but I, I don't think it's going to, you know, break Everton into the best team in the league kind of a thing. So I don't think Calvert Lewin's going to be ready. McNeil has been training. I don't think he's going to be ready to start. And then you got Sheffield United. Speaking of cup games, Sheffield United just got knocked out. Uh, um, I think. Uh, I can quickly can I can quickly look this up, but I'm pretty sure they got knocked out in PKs against Lincoln City. So yeah, they, it was a talk. Yeah, it was zero zero. They lost okay. there too. Yeah. So I mean, everyone's looking at Sheffield United. It's like okay, they they fought Manchester City. They put in a great fight, but you know we know how that match was going to go. They're going to sit back and try and get something on the counter. They ended up getting a goal on the counter and almost stealing the point. But I mean, this just isn't the same kind of match. They're, are they just going to sit back against Everton and, and uh, you know hope for that one counter goal kind of thing? Maybe. Uh, I guess maybe that could work. But they put in almost an A squad, a lot of A squad players at home against Lincoln City. They could not score. They ended up losing in PKs. Lincoln City are in League One, if, if you didn't know. Um, I mean, you look at that match. They had 0.42 expected goals. They took 10 shots at home against Lincoln City. So I don't care that Sheffield United are at home against Everton here. This could be a 1-1 match. I know that's in range here, but I just think one of these teams is not scoring. So knowing both teams to score, Sheffield United, Everton is minus 110. Combine that with Crystal Palace under two and a half goals at minus 115. We got plus 218 odds on the parlay. What do you think? One and three uh, under parlay. We're going to be clawing our way back here ahead of the, ahead of the international break. I think so. We're going to get you back in the win column on the parlay record, and I'm hoping that I can find the win column as well. These are both both two bets that I, I, I like here. I, two Four teams that are unable to score. I think collectively there's been under – it's been, I think, I think three of – or excuse me, five of the six matches that these four – that these teams have – now I'm confusing myself. But Crystal Palace, Wolverhampton is a safe under bet, and I feel pretty good about your, your Sheffield United and Everton bet to keep it simple. If you if you're worried about the one one result, you could take under two and a half goals on Sheffield United Everton, but you're not going to get. I think that'll be about plus one sixty or something. As a reminder, we have a, a minimum. We need a minimum of plus two hundred on this team parlay, uh, so that's why we're we're in this spot here. But Chris, international break. Uh, are we going to do uh, best hairs in the in the Premier League or another futures episode? Or are we just neck tats? Or are we, or are we just taking a break from what's been a uh, a grind of a first month here in the Premier League? Adam, I feel like you're due for a break here. Probably <laughs> you know, you've got a uh, a baby at his house and grinding out these these EPL uh, news notes, articles, analysis, all that stuff. So maybe maybe we need some time. I think we'll I'm going to do a uh, MLS betting show next week. If you're into MLS, I, I did one yesterday for Wednesday's matches. If you missed it. Good thing because I didn't have a winning record. <laughs> Manifestation. <laughs>
All right, Chris, that's all we got here. Chris, you can find him at chro 8 on Twitter. I am at Roto is a Drake. Again, Roto Wire Soccer. If you want to get this cheat sheet, if you want to get our cheat sheets, if you want to get our stats, if you want to get everything, you can check out the betting page as well. RotoWire.com slash soccer trial. It's a 48-hour trial. As you can see here, all of the predicted lineups for every team, every match in the Premier League, and we got these goal odds here. Uh, odds report, Manchester City implied goal total is 2.58 against Fulham. Erling Holland is minus 330 to score. Next highest is Nicholas Jackson at minus 105. Everyone, we're just living in Erling Holland's world here, and I don't think that's going to change as we get going. But, Chris, thanks for the show. Good luck on your bets, and we'll see everyone after the national break. Thanks, Adam. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.